Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of Chicken Noodle Scoop. I'm Lexi. And I'm Hillary Duff. <laughs> wow, it's so nice of you to grace us with your presence, Hillary. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Okay, everybody, the, sh- the shindig is up. It's Gabby. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm Gabby. I'm Lexi. And we're the Fuller Sisters. We were doing like a sound check before this, and we were just joking around, and she was doing the intro, and I said, Vanessa Hudgens. Is that, how do, you, how do you say your last name? Is that it? I think that's it. Yeah. And then she thought it was funny, so we tried to pull a little prank on you. Ha ha, got you. <laughs> if you're even still listening, um, this week, we actually had a little schedule mishap. We're going to reschedule the episode that we originally planned this week. However, don't fret, that episode with the girl talk advice will be coming. But this week, we decided that we wanted to do... 200 deep questions to get to know us now i don't know if we're gonna go through all 200 but (laughs) we're not getting through all 200 but that's the website we're going so our very first podcast was just like a get to know us and that's our most listened to podcast yet so we kind of wanted to do an updated version i feel like now we're more willing to kind of open up a little bit more explain a little bit more about ourselves so we thought we'd do like get to know us on a much deeper level than you did originally so here goes nothing but before we get into that say. <laughs> roll the intro music ladies and gentlemen Woo! orders up the scoop is hot and ready to be served chicken noodle scoop So we just wanted to take a quick second and say that we think it is awesome, all of you supporting the movement going on right now in the country. We've seen so many people um, putting themselves out there and really making a difference, like changes are being made. So that has been pretty awesome. Um, If you guys have any resources, please send them to our podcast Instagram so we can share them to our audience. I'll share it on my personal Instagram too. We've been trying our best to stay educated, sign any petitions. I donated today to the Gianna Floyd Fund, which is like George Floyd's daughter, which the video of her like looking down at whoever's shoulder she was on and looking around and saying, daddy changed the world was like, it melted my heart and it literally like broke it to pieces because like that's just awful. Like I feel like she's too young to really know what's even going on and the fact that she is to, I mean, her dad really did change the world. Like it's what really sparked this movement and hopefully we'll make like real changes, but yeah that just broke my heart so i donated to that today um i've just been trying to post whatever resources i can for everyone else to follow signing whatever petitions Mm -hmm. but we just urge you guys to do the same even if you don't think you have a big enough platform like i promise even if it impacts one person it's worth it so just even just conversations Uh, even just conversations off of social media i know we've had some just like as a family and just the four of us and even just me and gabby so just like talking about it and educating yourself and others and hearing different points of view it's always okay to change your opinion and learn from you know past mistakes so we just wanted to throw that in and yeah i know we talked about this in the last episode but it still doesn't feel feel right to completely just like upload an episode without talking about it so we just want to let you guys know that we stand with you um we're hoping that you know, this really will finally start that movement and change everything for the better because black lives do matter. And yes, all lives do matter, but that can't be true until black lives fully matter. So hopefully soon that statement won't even have to be said anymore. I saw a post that was like 2020 isn't canceled. I mean, it's going everywhere on Instagram now, mm-hmm. but it is kind of crazy like how much this year has 
taught everybody like just so many like it's just such a crazy year in general and I feel like I've even grown as a person just from everything that's been going on so can you believe that it's already June no I literally can't I feel like I blinked and it went from March to June it's crazy but before we get into the actual meat and potatoes of the episode I feel like I'm gonna say that every time now please Um, don't let's give our weekly scoop what did I again what did I do this week um I literally don't think oh I got a kiddie pool I think that was last week I don't know got a kiddie pool used it today (laughs) um Lola update on that if I did talk about it before Lola is now loving the kiddie pool today so she likes to play fetch like 24 7 if it were up to her we would be playing with her b-a-l-l i'm spelling it because she's laying right next to me and if i say it she'll get excited and want to play she's like fully addicted to playing ball yes addicted crazy and so i have we have a yard and so i was throwing the ball she's still sleeping Whew, close call i was throwing it outside and it was really hot out and so i filled the kiddie pool but i didn't fill it all the way up because to be honest i was lazy so i filled the kiddie pool and lola was like laying in it and last time we had the kiddie pool like she would sit in it if we put her in there but she didn't love it and this time she like willingly got in to cool down and i think it was because the water level was lower so it wasn't that scary like she didn't feel like she was gonna drown however she was laying down in it and we were like what the heck we've never seen her lay down in water even when we give her bath she shakes she's terrified and all of a sudden she just gets up all casually and just pees in the pool i've never seen her do anything like that like normally when we let her out she pees in the grass then she's good to go no she like just got up out of her little relaxation in the pool and just peed and i'm like now we have a kiddie pool full of pee water like i don't want to put my feet in that so that's pretty much my entire weekly update summed up in one story because I've done nothing exciting. Yeah, I was going to say, my week flew by. I don't even know how it's Thursday. Um, I just got a lot of YouTube, social media work done, did a few privates. Um, at a staff meeting today, we finally got the AOK to open up next Monday for actual practices. But we can only have two teams in the gym at one time. And the protocol that we have and like the rules we have to follow is insane. So we're having teams start at 10 a.m. and finish at 10 p.m. And they decided to make double O at 10 a.m. So next week I've practiced Monday and Wednesday at 10 a.m. Wait, I kind of like that. I'm used to it at night. I really like that. You're going to get it out of the way. Two weeks, potentially. Hopefully then we'll be able to go back to normal practices. I hope it stays in the morning. Two weeks, it's Monday and Wednesday, 10 a.m. There's not many of us in town anyway, so there's really not going to be many of us at practice because all the out-of-towners don't fly down until, like, July. I'm excited to just get back into it, even though we technically can't stunt for another month. And, you know, homegirl doesn't tumble. So that leaves me with working out and jumping the entire practice. So That's fun. Not sure how that's going to go. Hopefully they'll come up with something fun. We'll play some games. You could do (laughs) round-offs. I know, because normally when we tumble, I do standing fools with Coach Carlos. But technically, they can't spot because no one can come in contact with each other. So, I don't know. But anyway, so we had a staff meeting today to kind of go over all of that. And we had to start by, like, literally every staff member had to walk through the protocols. We all have to stand six feet apart outside. We have to get our temperature taken. You have to hand sanitize. You have to put your water bottle in a certain cubby area for only you. Then you line up on the specific part of the mat that you will follow. You will be in that same spot for the next two weeks. Like, it's crazy what they have to do. But honestly, as long as it So nobody's tumbling. What? 
no if one's you have to stay on the same spot nobody can tumble either no you can it's just like so that way when people come in they don't like all huddle together and t- talk like when you come in you go to your specific spot on the mat and like you sit there that way everyone is six feet apart the whole time how the heck are you going to have all these protocols with squirts and like the little teams <laughs> it's exact i mean we have to unfortunately we have to try obviously like as soon as kids see each other for the first time in months they're probably they're gonna, gonna go crazy go hug each other right like that's not gonna but we have to do our best to be able to open Luckily, the rest of Florida opened up to phase two starting Monday. So, and there's word that we're only staying in phase one for a, a week. And then hopefully we'll get to open up again. So, let's hope it's not that long. But that's pretty much all I did today. And then we had, oh, well, we had our first Zoom practice with Double O last night. Um, we've never done a Zoom practice as the first practice. Not going to lie, it was really awkward. Because, <laughs> like, our Zoom practices with our, like, Double O last year were so much fun because you already know each other. But, like, we didn't know each other yet, and we were trying to play games, and it just wasn't really working. (laughs) So it was kind of awkward. And then today I had um, C4's, well, Cat 4's Zoom practice today that I'm coaching. So, yeah, that's pretty much my week. That's all. I don't – nothing else really happened. Sean and Lake were playing in a Call of Duty tournament for charity for four hours tonight. Four hours straight. Um, but anyways, what I was saying was New York just got the okay to open up patio dining today. So some restaurants were ready to do that. So yeah, I don't know. That's about it. Hairstylist opened. Dennis got the okay to open. So we'll see. Oh, I finally, um, I thought we fully... were out of Cheetos. We're not out of Cheetos. <laughs> I finally put in the full deposit. I'm going to get my hair very cool toned, almost like an ashy a lot more like silvery white blonde i'm excited because my hair right now is yellow and very brassy so i committed i've never gotten my hair done professionally so this will be a first for me but i'm excited all right <laughs> other than that yeah literally nothing else happened this week i don't know how it's already thursday don't know what i did all week don't know what happened no idea but let's get into the episode So we're going to do some deep dive questions to get to know us on a deeper level. Okay, so I'm going to start us off. First question, Gabby, what is one physical thing you would like to change about yourself and then a non-physical thing? One physical thing that I would like to change about myself would for sure be my nose. I self-diagnosed myself with a deviated septum. Um, I'm pretty (laughs) sure it's very much so going to be fully diagnosed soon. But it's just crooked. A bone sticks out the side. Um, I'm sorry if you've never noticed this because now this is probably all you're going to look at every time you see me in a video. <laughs> Someone noticed it on our live. <laughs> oh, yeah. Time. We were doing a live on, it was my Instagram and the Chicken Little Scoop Instagram. And someone commented, is your nose What's broken wrong or with is your it nose? just the lighting? Yeah. <laughs> I think we got two separate comments about it. So people do notice. But yeah, so I'm getting a nose job soon. No, I don't know when. Hopefully. She plans, has no coil. We want to. <laughs> Um, and then something not physical that I would change, I think is just like breaking out of my shell a little bit more around people, not being so nervous to like talk to people or just feel like, I feel like a lot of times, not that I feel like a bother, but I feel like I'm just not fully comfortable with like talking to people in certain situations. So I guess that one. Which I do feel, I must say, I feel like I've gotten a lot better in that since I've been younger, like, since I've gotten older now, because I used to be really bad at talking to people. Mm-hmm. You've but gotten I better. Feel, I feel like I can still improve on that. What about do you? Do you want me to answer the same question? Are we going to both answer all of them? 
Yeah. Okay. Um, physical thing. I mean, my nose, but to change it up, my crooked <laughs> middle fingers. Oh, <laughs> uh, my middle fingers are so crooked. It drives me insane. And I feel like that's such an easy fix. <laughs> but that and then non-physical, my constant worrying and stressing it was something I would like to change. I mean, to an extent, mm-hmm. I think it makes me the person I am because it pushes me to like be really driven. However, but I worrying, agree it could change a little bit. The worrying <laughs> part is like not good for my health. Yeah. Like just I'll just be laying less. in bed and I'll just like worry about my family out of nowhere for no reason. Like no re- right. Nothing sparked it. It just it just comes on. So I guess that. All right. Your turn. What was the best phase in your life? The best phase in my life? I don't know. I'm in, I'm enjoying life right now. Obviously not like with what's going on in the world, but I'm saying like I'm content with where I'm at in life right now i agree we're definitely not people that peaked in high school whatsoever oh god no <laughs> i had a lot of fun and a lot of friends freshman year of college but but i would say I i'm in the best like phase I've of my grown life right now a lot more yeah well not right. the best phase of my life just like so far what was like, the worst phase in your life probably when i had a bob <laughs> oh my gosh that was like years was so bad i know you all told me it looked good so it I did at the time it it and did look, look good look back at the time. And I looked so bad. And that's why I refuse to get a haircut now. Oh, gosh. It was so okay. bad. What about you? Well, would you say your life's school? pretty good if the worst phase was because <laughs> of a bad haircut. Um, yeah, I would definitely say middle school. I was tortured in middle school. <laughs> I used to cry about friends. I feel like throughout my entirety of middle school. Will you just tell the story of the planner, please? Oh, gosh. Do okay. <laughs> So when I was in sixth grade, I was like, quote unquote, dating this boy. But like, we all know how it is in sixth grade. You're not. You just say you are. Regardless, I found out or so I was told that he left me for another girl in our grade. (laughs) And so my friend who's on my bus was like, guess what I found today? And I was like, what did you find? She was like, his planner. And I was like, for those of you that don't know, I mean, I would assume most schools are like this, but our school gives out like school planners that you have to use and they're just like little like bound plastic cover planners I don't know and so she was like she like just started like writing stuff in it and I was like oh I was a little hesitant at first and I was like you know what would be funny is if I just like wrote on a page or two like my name with a heart because I was like oh that would really make him mad because I don't know I was in sixth grade and I thought it was funny (laughs) well it wasn't funny (laughs) and I got in a lot of trouble and they called me to the principal's office and they're like we matched your handwriting to one of your papers in your class I'm like are you the FBI like this is literally a sixth grade prank (laughs) literally a sixth grade prank and you're telling me that you used handwriting analysis to get me in trouble well long story short I got a Saturday detention but we were out of town for that Saturday so they gave me three after school detentions instead so my only detentions in my life yeah, I've never gotten in trouble. Well, middle school time, was a rough time. Um, my Siri went off on my phone because my phone was in my hoodie pocket, like in the front. You've told this story over. on here. Oh, well, that was the only time I got in trouble. I didn't really get in trouble. But <laughs> I only got in trouble because my dad was the principal, which most people would think otherwise. Well, luckily, dad wasn't in his office, so I didn't get in trouble with the like office staff. I got in trouble with dad afterwards, but yeah, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> Okay, 
How do you feel about sharing your password with your partner? This could be phone lock screen. This could be social media, email, whatever. I mean, I don't necessarily think I would share my social media. Not that I would hide my social media passwords, but I feel like like Lake knows my phone password. So if he needs anything, he can always go on my phone where I feel like has everything. I don't feel like he would ever need to like log into my social medias on his phone. Yeah. But I mean, it's not like I'm hiding anything so he can get on my phone. That doesn't bother me. Yeah, I'm the same way. And honestly, Sean can't even remember my phone number. So if you think he's going to remember my passwords, you're out of <laughs> luck. But yeah, he has my lock screen. I don't really care. Okay. Um. Oh, I forgot it was my turn. Let's find a... If you're in a bad mood, do you prefer to be left alone or have someone cheer you up? Very much depends on the mood. If I'm mad... I want to be left alone. If I'm sad, I like to have either like you, mom, dad, or Sean cheer me up. But I feel like, like I'm, I'm a little in bit a bad of mood. Both. If I'm like in a bad mood, I really want to be left alone. I feel like when I'm sad, like give me like a little bit to just sit in my own feelings and kind of let me like almost get through it fully. And then I, when I feel like I'm on the come up is when I want someone else to be around to like help me cheer up even more but I feel like when I'm sad mainly because I'm the type that kind of builds everything up so when I finally have something like I know we talked about last week that we found that one like influencer mom that we went through that whole story of the poor little girl getting like a brain tumor and I feel like that was like a lot of built up sadness not like that I'm sad all the time but it's just I don't like cry on a daily basis at all so I feel like everything builds up and then when I do something I feel like I can just let it all out that's why I used to watch just really sad movies all the time because if I was ever like sad about like my ex-boyfriend or like anything that was going on I wouldn't just cry about that so I would watch something that would like almost make me cry and then I would just feel everything and kind of get it all out and I would feel way better after I just like cried it out very interesting strategy yeah I mean I feel like I'm definitely not the only one but so a little bit of both I like to fully feel my emotions because I know I'll feel better if I just fully cry it out but then I like someone else to be there to kind of help me on the come up all right what kind of parent do you think you'll be oh my god so the tiktok i sent you last night of the cute little girl with her name was cruz that's yeah, the that parent i'll think i'll be <laughs> but you have to explain it because people aren't okay so TikTok. just like kind of like how our parent well especially like mom our dad was always the more strict one um but mom but they were just, both fun yeah but that's the thing. And I feel like I love how we were raised because we weren't sheltered. We weren't, um, we didn't have to have like Life 360 on our phone. We never had to sneak out of the house. Like our parents were just cool with us doing everything because we never gave them any reason not to trust us. They were we on, also like, didn't that do anything. Us. We didn't we do anything for out, them to parent us. We would, no, that's what I'm saying. We never gave them reason not to trust us, but we would go out and play with the neighborhood boys at night and they, like no one cared. You know what I mean? where I feel like a lot of parents wouldn't do that. Like, we could literally go wherever because they fully trusted us. And we were on that, like, not friend level, but just we were so open with everything that we were not sheltered. They didn't have to be strict with us. And I just really like how I mean, we were raised. When we gave attitude or, like, we did do something, they were yeah, definitely we would strict get in trouble. with us. But, but I'm, you know what I'm saying? They're not overly yeah. strict to the point where we weren't allowed to do For, it. I like that, that they were just super somehow, open with us. Somehow they, like, instilled in us this, like, fear of disappointing them that like but like i don't know how they nothing. did it but like <laughs> we always just like wanted to make them proud 
and so we were always good kids I feel like I think I'll be I feel like that's I think I'll be stricter than you when it comes to it like I think I'll be the bad guy a lot yeah um just because I'm a worrier but I also I I, well yeah but I also cannot stand like annoying kids or when kids are around and the parents like you can just tell the reason the kid acts that way is because the parent doesn't discipline them that will not be me my kid will be disciplined to the point where they know especially like in public how to act but yeah, yeah I feel like I'll be a fun like just almost more not more of a friend still that mom figure but like have that friendship bond as well good answer good answer i feel like i'm on family good answer good answer (laughs) um what's the one thing that people always misunderstand about you um i have really bad rbf and (laughs) for those of you that don't know what that means it is resting face um my natural face is just kind of like a people think that like i'm either in a bad mood or like rude just based on my face but that's just the way it looks so I feel like maybe that. Yeah, mine's well something stupid and physical that people always misunderstand is people always think I'm way taller than I am until they see me. But I feel like because of this like persona, not like necessarily persona, but because I'm more of like this public figure, quote unquote, on like Instagram and all this stuff, I feel like people think I'm I hold my not I don't know how to say this. Like I I put myself on like a pedestal kind of. I feel like people just expect me to be this kind of like uptight kind of person especially a lot of people say that like before they meet me if they're like on double five or whatever like before they meet me on the team and then they're like you are totally different than I thought like you're so down to earth you're so genuine and I feel like because you just expect that from other people because unfortunately people have that kind of bad rep of them thinking they're like too good for someone else so I feel like unfortunately that's just like a stereotype people have but I've been told a lot that people are always like intimidated by me until they meet me and then I they they totally feel like I'm different than what they expected what did your past relationship teach you what i deserve to be treated like because he just not that like he did anything he was just not in it at all i didn't feel like it's i feel like it's one of those things like if someone wants to talk to you you'll know it and that wasn't what like i didn't know it all right mine would be don't sweat the small stuff or you can't change a person like you can't change somebody if there's something like inherent Mm -hmm. in them that doesn't agree with like your values or wants or needs you just can't change that person don't go into it thinking you can which I didn't but I think you just start to realize like you're just not compatible I guess in that way at least in like like my you situation go in it hoping that the things will work out so and... bad that they're willing to change but like you can't yes. go in it expecting that to ever happen because most likely it's just who they are correct yep C- good answer good answer <laughs> <laughs> when have you felt your biggest adrenaline rush i don't know See, mine's easy because I feel like mine's every time I compete, like specifically at Worlds or at like NCAA, a big competition like that is when I feel it the most. Yeah, I mean, I remember those feelings for sure when I used to compete. Like so recently, you just haven't I had don't a know. adrenaline rush in No, definitely. I mean, I feel like, yeah, I have. I just like don't know what. <laughs> 
I don't do anything that crazy. <laughs> um, you jumped off a cliff once into a lake, right? I mean, yeah, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what else you would have done. I know. That thing at Darien Lake is pretty adrenaline rush. That, oh, like, ripcord that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. Boring answer, but boring answer, boring answer. <laughs> Sorry. What qualities do you admire about your parents? And since we already talked about their parenting styles, let's do just as people. Um, mom is one of those people that she will give you the clothes off of her back, even if she had nothing. Like she will give and give and give and give and expect nothing in return. And I really like that. Okay. Dad, I feel like about is- dad. He, I feel like he's just really passionate about everything he does. Whether it's golfing, being being a principal especially. I feel like he's very passionate about that. And I feel like it shows like he's very good at what he does. Yeah, yeah I like I'd that. say that's good. So for me, I would say, I mean, mom, yeah, she's very kind. That's a good one. I agree with that. And dad, just to switch it a little bit, so I'm not saying the exact same thing. The passionate, I would say he's also like very hardworking. Mm-hmm. And he's one of those people where if he sets his mind to something, he will accomplish it. And that is very admirable. This next question says, who are five people you are closest with? But I don't know if I could name five. <laughs> I could. No, I'm just kidding. You, mom, dad, Sean. <laughs> Mine would be the same. You, mom, my dad, entire... and Sean. And like. <laughs> yeah, there you go. My pets, my grandparents. <laughs> We're very family oriented people. I have so many friends. And sorry, friends, if you're listening to this, but on any given day, I would choose my family over my friends. That's just how we are. Like We just have a fun we have family. We such a cool family. Yeah. Yeah, I'm never bored when I hang out with my family. What's something you cannot go a day without doing? I feel like I just, all the like stupid cliche answers come into my head. The first like, thing that came into my head was pooping, so. <laughs> <laughs> like mine was like, obviously go on my phone, play with my dog. Um, I feel like also just having like some sort of me time because if I don't set time away to specifically watch YouTube or relax, I feel like I'll work or I'll be doing something that like doesn't feel like I'm relaxing all day. And then that like always gets me like overwhelmed kind of. And I never feel like, like if I go to bed at night and I didn't have time to relax, I feel like I'll stay up for an extra like hour and a half to sit on TikTok just to feel like I relax. I don't know why, but I guess that, like setting a little bit of me time to kind of just like unwind and relax. Something I've noticed about me is if I can laugh at some point during the day, even if I'm having a bad day, that's something that I would say. If I, like something I can't go a day without doing, just like finding something that makes me laugh, even if it's like a TikTok or I don't know, something like that. I feel like even if I'm having a bad day, I try to look for something that'll, was that That a fart? No, that was the chair. Oh my god, it sounded like a very loud <laughs> fart. Okay, next. What are some of your own personal goals in the next five year? Five years. <laughs> my gosh, we're losing it, folks. Some of my personal goals in the next five years? Yes. Graduate dental school. Hopefully. Work as a dentist. <laughs> like, make an actual career. Um, Either Move own a Prius or a Tesla. Move to Florida. Excuse me. Big burp. I'm trying to think of like goals like that's not like a a goal per se because I could do that whenever you know what I mean I mean not really because you have to do like residency and well, stuff. I have to finish school but other than that like what did I say so far I'm at three 
So yeah. two more. Five years. I mean, maybe Sean and I will be married by then <laughs> if we get married. Maybe that. Um, own a house. I would love to do yes. that in the next five years. How about you? Okay, my five. I mean, something that I'm working on right now. Actually, technically, I guess technically it's done. I started a company. I officially have like the company name, but definitely like she didn't like any products. of my names. <laughs> you gave stupid ones. <laughs> um, launching my first products and like really starting off that like business. Um, owning a house for sure. Um, I guess five years I'll be 27. So yeah, getting married, having one kid maybe oh my gosh more, probably just one by then i mean 27 mom had uh, you at 26 like it's not yeah, it seems close but like really we're we're getting there <laughs> terrifying um what was that for a fifth one i don't know i guess just continuing to save money so that i like never ever have to worry about money again like any <laughs> paying bills or anything what accomplishment are you most proud of i mean i don't have like a concrete answer but i would say just the point of life i'm in right now financially um just being completely well almost completely financially independent our parents still pay like phone bills because they want to That's it. <laughs> like it, it makes their bill cheaper to pay our phone bill so other than that we're fully financially independent um i was financially independent as a college student which i feel like doesn't happen very often um, yeah, we've always I, both had, a, like, our own income. We don't like yeah. asking our parents for money. Mom doesn't let me talk about money, so I can't say any, like, figures or amount of money. But <laughs> <laughs> but just the, I guess, like, the point of life I'm at right now and what I was able to accomplish it. So, okay. I don't even remember the question, but your turn. <laughs> Biggest ac- accomplishment you're most proud of. There you go. I would say the fact that I've never been one to give in to peer pressure is something I'm very proud of. Me as well, for sure. Um, I just, it doesn't matter like what people say to me. If I don't want to do something, I won't do it. So I think that's an accomplishment that I'm most proud of. I'm not going to get into like specifics of things that like I haven't done because of peer pressure, but. Put a finger down if. Yeah, <laughs> I hate those. A little less deep, but still kind of a fun one. What's your favorite song and why? Um, I really like the song Vienna by Billy Joel, but I also like the Ben Platt cover of it. I like the lyrics and I like just like how relaxing the song is. I feel like it's a classic. Um, I mean, on the other end of that spectrum, like old school Eminem, <laughs> but I would say Vienna. Um, mine's hot. Wow. I was going to say hi there, Delilah. Hey there, Delilah um i don't i just love like here's the thing imagine someone writing an entire song about you publishing it and having it blow up and everyone knows it's about you like everyone knows it's about delilah i just think that's so special like for someone to do that would be so cool i just really enjoy the song in general yes i know she broke up with him and it ruins the whole song but i didn't know that if you don't know that i still like the song and the idea yeah i really like that song all right what is your greatest fear um men (laughs) (laughs) i feel like we talked about this maybe what i feel like we talked about this in a different podcast but maybe i think we did but yeah terrified of men that's an episode we'll do at some point (laughs) absolutely um yeah there's a reason why i'm full i mean it's always been a little fear but there's a reason why it's a much bigger fear in my head now (laughs) just scared of going anywhere in public scared of getting kidnapped 
to just taking advantage of like all that stuff I just feel like I am not capable of defending myself in that situation say and that men are loud. scary <laughs> and they're gross and I don't like them obviously not all of them okay I'm not gonna stereotype an entire group but some older men are creepy uh, when I was little, it was definitely kidnapping, and I often have nightmares that I'm kidnapped. So that was, like, my childhood fear. But I would say now it's just, like, loss and death is very scary to me. <laughs> Not to get too deep on you, but yes, I would say that. Where have you felt the most failure? Never. I'm perfect. I've never no, failed. No, I've definitely failed. Like, I would say two times that I remember actually biggest failure for me i feel like was the sats because that like Mm. snowballed into other things like i'm just not a good test taker i feel like i get good grades and like i just for some reason the sats like i took three times my score did not move if anything it went down so that sucked and then that transitioned into like not getting a certain scholarship that i really wanted and like all that fun stuff but i felt like really crappy during those times I took the ACT and the SAT once. I took the ACT the day I moved to Florida. I literally walked out of the testing center into the car and we immediately drove 24 hours to Florida. So my mind was not even in the ACT. Somehow that score was better than my SAT and that was the one I used, but I still don't know how that happened. I guess I would say I felt the most failure when I got my first B in college just because that's never happened and I felt like such a failure because it was something that I never wanted to happen but at the same time it kind of gave me that like breath of fresh air that like okay whatever that's done with that op- that like closes that door I don't have to worry about ever getting my first B again like that's done and I feel Ooh, like that's a good one a lot of stress off for the rest of college I got my first B in dental school I think the same semester that you got your first B in college yeah. we were both just like well oh well (laughs) it was like it wasn't even that I had it was so so it was just like the hardest semester in terms of it was all my very strict classes I had I went like four or five weeks with two tests every single week and by the time I was done with those four weeks was the first test for one of my big classes and I just physically didn't have time to study anymore and I was so over it that I did awful on the first test got 100% on the second test and then got like a decent grade on the final and it just like I got a B plus. It wasn't even like that terrible, but it was just, I, I did as much as I could. And I could, I knew that, like, I knew I couldn't possibly have done more. So that's why I like accepted it and I felt okay about it, but it still just sucked to happen. What is the top three qualities you look for in a friend? Very genuine. They're the same type of person around every single person in their life. They don't try to like put up a front in front of other people. It's a good one. Um, obviously like trustworthy. You just don't want anything that you say to like be told to anyone else and then I feel like humor just someone that you can joke around with and have fun with is definitely important that was three, I would right? say yeah <laughs> humor um I would say I don't know how to like put this into like one word but the ability to just like accept me for who I am and like be okay with the type of person and non-judgmental that I am. like yeah non-judgmental but also like everybody needs certain things out of friendships and I feel like a lot of times people don't understand like right expect a lot or expect different things everyone instead of yeah yeah and then third thing would just be like kind like a genuine like kind person like someone that's just nice like I don't want to sit around and just gossip all the time like Mm -hmm. I want someone that's nice and sees the good in others as well so that would be that 
what is your most cherished childhood memory? Jeez, I don't know. I was hoping honestly, you'd say I would that say would spark my softball mind. tournaments. Like they were so fun. Those were good. Yeah, softball tournaments and cheer competitions in Disney. Those two things I feel like were some of my most cherished moments. I'd have to agree, just because our family was all in for softball tournaments. Um, we would go to the same tournaments. We'd be on different teams, but we'd be there. Our dad would coach. Um, my mom would just come and hang out. And I feel like those were because my dad didn't come to every single cheer competition because I don't blame him. Like it's boring if you're not into cheerleading. So I feel like softball tournaments was one of the very few things after like our parents got divorced that was like our whole family in it at the same time at the same weekend. Like, so I would agree. Those yeah. were so much fun. Also, like, if you've never done travel softball, it is legit. Especially, like, well, how we did it. We would bring, our parents would bring, like, grills. And we would, in between every games, have an entire, like, feast, a buffet of food. We'd all just hang out. Like, it was a lot of fun. It was so fun. I didn't necessarily like the softball. I didn't mind softball. But if, when it came down to it, I would always pick cheerleading. But I must say, those weekends were A1. If you could tell your former self one thing right now, what would it be? I guess like what's meant to be will happen so there's no reason to really stress out about stuff that you can't necessarily change okay mine would be chill out sis it's not that serious (laughs) (laughs) if it don't matter in five years don't spend five minutes worrying about it if you could have anybody else's life who would you take i mean i like my life but Like, just from the outside, because obviously you don't know what somebody's, like, fully right. going through. Um, I'd want to hmm. be Stormy Webster, Kylie Jenner's daughter. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Maybe, like, Blake Lively. That was my other answer. But yeah. I, I, I like Stormy, too. <laughs> okay, what is one thing you wish you were good at or knew how to do? I wish I was more musically inclined. I wish either I could, well, singing for sure, actually. I wish I could sing 100%. <laughs> but because I can't, I bought a ukulele. I think I've mentioned this in like seven different videos, seven different podcasts. I still have not learned how to play it. It's sitting in the closet. Um, <laughs> but I just wish I was more musically inclined. I feel like that's something that I would really enjoy doing more. So I wish I could sing. I do that a lot. I can't sing, but I like it. Mine would be calligraphy or, like, really pretty handwriting. I've always wanted to know how to do, like, calligraphy and write nice. Like, my handwriting's not bad, but it's not great. So I would say that. What song makes you unconditionally sad? Mm. Oh, my gosh. That one by the – it's the Black Eyed Peas where it goes through people's, like – Oh, um, my gosh. What is that called? It was, like, the 2000s. Not Where is the it. Love, is my, it? No, it's in my – wait is it where's the love it's in my playlist no little lisa's only five years old she's trying to figure out why the world is so cold runaway love runaway love runaway love so sad um that one makes me very sad it doesn't make me sad anymore but this was like my go-to sad song was lay me down by sam smith but now that that song is also super sad no that song is just sad in general yeah what fictional character do you most relate to yeah Hannah Montana I feel like growing yeah I feel like for you that's actually a good one say Hermione for me I would say like a much smaller version of Hannah Montana but yeah (laughs) because at cheerleading and especially 
on like the competition mat i'm this like huge personality like outgoing person you get me outside of cheerleading and i am shy and stay in my own little bubble until i get broken out of that bubble if you were given a chance to explore the oceans go to outer space or visit 50 different countries which one would you choose and why I would choose 50 different countries because I feel like I would learn the most. The ocean scares me and space confuses me. So that is my answer. I agree. Very good. Good answer. Good answer. Good descriptions. (laughs) Feel the same way. Okay. If you could do one thing without suffering the consequences, what would you do? Uh, I mean, the first answer that popped into my head was rob a bank. Yep. Same. Because if you can just have all the money with no repercussions. it's It's not hurting anybody. I mean, it's hurting the bank, but it's not like... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you just don't have consequences, sure. Why not? Out of the negative emotions of greed, anger, jealousy, and hate, which one would you say affects you the most? I would say anger. When I get mad about something, it tends to just fester. I agree. I feel? I feel like... For you too. Not that I necessarily hold a grudge, but I feel like it stays in my mind for... A little bit longer than it probably should and i just really don't feel greed jealousy or hate that often so i'd say definitely anger what do you do or where do you go when you need alone time um i sit in my couch in my apartment where i also do my work where i eat where i sleep well take a nap not where i sleep i do everything on the chase lounge of our couch in the living room that is like my spot that is my favorite spot to get alone time so just that (laughs) I would say when I need to be alone, I either watch YouTube videos or a show that I'm watching. Well, yeah. That's like what calms me. I put on and a, I don't a care YouTube video. My couch, bed, <laughs> doesn't matter. My car, I don't care. I mean, that's what I used to do. Like when we lived at home, I would say my car. But now that I live in my own apartment, I don't really have to have like a specific place. But that's just like my spot I go to. What's the most adventurous thing you have ever done in your life? I feel like our trip to Italy was pretty adventurous. I was just going to say that. I feel like just honestly committing to buying the plane tickets was the most adventurous. Well, and just like going there when none of us have really done a trip like that. True. But I feel like when we it's committed to crazy. buying the plane tickets, like we had nothing else Ugh, That was a process. It was. It caused a few arguments because we've never done, like you committed to paying that much for the plane tickets. Now you have to book everything else and you're just hoping everything else fit, falls into place and like works out. But yeah, that was definitely the most adventurous yeah. thing that I've ever done as well. Getting a little deep. What has been the biggest change you've made that you are most proud of yourself? I would say my work ethic in stuff outside of cheerleading. I feel like in cheerleading, it's always been like I was always a hard worker and everything. But I feel like throughout high school, I didn't have to really work hard for school or for anything else. Like, I didn't really have a job. I didn't really have anything that I needed to fully, like, put my all into. And I feel like once I got into college and just lived on my own, I completely, like, turned that around. Mine would be going to therapy for the first time. Good <laughs> I feel like job. I learned so much about myself and, like, coping mechanisms and things with, like, my anxiety and just, like, how to deal with feelings and communicate better. So I feel like that was the first step. And I highly recommend to anybody that's considering. It's like a gym membership for your mind. <laughs> that's what I always tell people. I was going to do how do you wish to be remembered. But I feel like that's not. Like I feel like everyone chooses to obviously be I wanna remembered. I want to be so funny. That's what I want. 
I want people to be like, dang, that girl was funny. Would you rather be loved or give love? Oh, both? <laughs> I know. I feel like you feel love when you give love, though. Like, it's a more powerful But if you're only feeling, giving love and maybe. receiving nothing? Yeah, I don't know. That's receive a hard question. Then. Screw it. <laughs> both. I don't know. I want the whole world to love me, and I never have to give an ounce of love to anyone else. <laughs> on the complete opposite side of things, do you believe in extraterrestrial life? Elaborate on why or why not. Um... I mean, yeah, I'm not saying aliens look like what we think they look like, but you're telling me that we're the only people that exist in this entire universe, even though, like, we're a speck, not even, like, we're basically non-existent to the rest of the world, and you're telling me we're the only ones that exist? Not even if there's other people, but there's definitely life somewhere else. Yeah, I think that extraterrestrial life is real in the sense that there is life somewhere else that we haven't discovered yet i don't know how to elaborate on it because i really don't know but i feel like there's definitely another planet with another species that is similar in the sense of the way humans function and i will hope that they find it in my lifetime because i think that would be very interesting maybe we'd have more friends on that planet (laughs) Maybe we're just not, we're on the wrong one. We're just not meant we're to be here. on the wrong one. Oh gosh, that's funny. Okay, it's your turn. What makes you feel anxious? Everything. Um, I think it's all centered around lack of control for me, as my therapist would say. Yeah, definitely. You like to be in control <laughs> over everything, even if you're taking. But way it's too even much like a plate. But even things is like loss and like death of loved ones i can't control that and that's why it freaks me out so i would say things that are not in my control um i guess mine would be just having like too much on my plate that i feel like i can't balance it and then it just kind of makes me overwhelmed i like a good balanced life all right end it off with one more good one tell me something really really stupid that makes you laugh I have a vivid memory of this. Do you remember the elephant on a trampoline video? (laughs) It, guys, it is not funny. It is so stupid. But for some reason, when we would watch that video, we would have tears streaming down our face. It's It's literally literally an animated elephant on a cartoon trampoline. Just jumping. I don't know why we thought it was so funny, but we did. Other than that, I just feel like dumb, like, TikTok humor just gets me sometimes. Okay. Bad answer. Bad answer. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we can do one more. Have you ever cried tears of joy? Yeah. What kind of question is that? I don't know. When's that? When have you cried tears of joy? Um... I think I cried tears of joy the first time you won Worlds. As you say, that was when I did, too. (laughs) So thank you for the support. Cool. It's nothing that has to do with your life. Good answer. Good answer. I often, I mean, I don't really think I cry tears of joy for myself. I, I'm an empathetic person. I feel, like feel other people's feelings. Yeah. I mean, mine's definitely when I won Worlds because that's just like the craziest feeling and you don't expect it. And it's just, yeah, very emotional. I cried okay. when other people won Worlds, so. Last fun one, really quick. If you got a free check for $5,000 right this second, what would you spend it on? 5000 um, my first answer would be I wouldn't spend it and I'd probably save it. But if I'm getting a check, okay, I know you have to spend it. I have to spend it. 
Um, I guess I've been wanting to like treat myself on something more higher end than I have right now. Just because I don't know what else. You always say that, but if you don't know what. I know. Well, like 5,000 isn't enough to buy a car. It's not enough to buy a house. So it's like, it's enough to buy the Prius that I want. (laughs) So I would do that. So I guess easy peasy 5,000 would be. Let's see. What's something that I actually want that I never would buy? I guess just like the Louis Vuitton never full bag. Or like the Louis Vuitton duffel or suitcase or something that I would actually use. But that's just expensive and I would never buy it. I guess that. I don't know. I hate saying that. But like I don't know what else I would get for 5000 <laughs> Okay. We're going to wrap it up here because Gabby doesn't know the answers to anything I that we're asking. pay off my taxes. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. All right. It's well, that was fun. Hopefully it turns PM, out people. okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're yeah. tired. Hopefully this turns out okay when I edit it. I hope you guys feel like you know us on a much deeper level. I feel like these are a lot of questions that we've never answered before on the podcast or that I've never answered before other places. So I hope you guys enjoy. We could definitely do a part two. Yes. If you want more of this type of episode. Because there were more questions that we could have answered. And I feel like this was almost like halfway deeper. I feel like once once we get a little bit more comfortable in the podcast, we can do a full on like answering like the deep secrets. Not even secrets. Just like the deep true like hardcore questions but this was a little a little dip in the pool a dip in the pool a trip to the spa trip to the spa <laughs> and this day is much all right boy. take it easy all right what did you take it easy you haven't seen that tiktok yeah i have <laughs> Wee woo sirens outside okay we're literally going delusional okay so, so everybody yeah. have a fabulous week <laughs> We will see you next I week. Fabulous. Oh my gosh. And no more. Sharpay Evans. We'll see you next week on Chicken, Chicken Noodle, Noodle Scoop. Scoop. Peace out.